Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Soul Flow Podcast. I'm your host Jason and let's get started. So I haven't posted, I haven't had a podcast in quite some time, a couple months I think. I think the last one I posted was in November. Um, I actually haven't been absent. I've been having technical difficulties with my computer and my programs. So I have podcasts that are recorded that I can't get to convert to any type of file. Um, so they're just kind of sitting in limbo right now. So instead of trying to pull them out, which I've failed up to this point, I figured I'll just do a new one. So I have a new program. I have a new computer setup, which you may hear some more um, background sound of my loud computer that's trying to keep it cool. But we're not going to go into the technical stuff about that. We're going to talk. So happy new year. It's been over a week in 2022 already. It's almost over. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what I want to say, I guess. You know, you think you should do that before you hit record, right, Jason? No, that's not how we operate. Um, I'm always trying to find ways to inspire people, to get you to have the best experience possible in life and a preferred experience, right? And the only way I can help people do that is if I do it. So I'm learning that more and more. Most of the messages I tell people, I don't fully follow all the time. I tell people how amazing they are, how confident they should be in themselves. And sometimes I lack that confidence. Sometimes I forget how amazing I am. And I know I've said this before, but maybe it was on one of my failed podcasts. So I'll say it again which I repeat myself all the time, at least I think I do. Um, anything that you are capable of seeing in someone else is only something that you are capable of, good or bad. So think about that. You're capable of doing some bad things because you've seen bad things. Um, doesn't mean you're going to. It's just a possibility I guess um, but same with the good so those like whatever features you see in others that you wish you had you can only see things that you're capable of doing so the people that were finally exposed to racism that had no idea that it existed, it means you're probably not racist. Probably, I say. Um, because it, if you were, you'd probably see it more. Right? Because it's something you're capable of. Uh, but seeing it now just shows you that you, you are capable of being racist. <laughs> I know it's kind of a weird uh, example to use, but... I used it for whatever reason. Um, I have a big picture of Jimi Hendrix in my face right now. So trying to block out some of the computer noise, which you'd be amazed if I moved it right now. Um, but anyways, so I'm 
I've lived I've lived a little bit of life, you know. Um, I'm, I'm no spring chicken anymore, and if you know what that saying means, you're probably around my age or older. Most kids don't even get it. But life is easy, I guess. <laughs> the best way to put it is life life is life is as easy as you make it, and it's what you make of it. Um, stop hoping things are going to get better. Decide they're going to get better. I've said this before. I'm just repeating myself because I'm trying to find the right direction I'm trying to go into. And I don't know why I'm explaining myself out loud. If there's something that you want to do in life, do it. And if there are obstacles in the way, Find ways around them or over them or under them or through them. If it's money, there's ways around it. Possibly. For the most part. Right? I have to generalize everything, right? Most scenarios, there's ways around it. If you want to be a famous podcaster, you can do it for cheap. You can do it for free. If you have headphones with a microphone and a program that records audio, you can have a podcast for zero dollars. All of the programs that I use on my computer are free. The site that I upload my podcast is free. They have advertising that I don't get to choose or whatever, but you get it and it's free. So... Starting a business, if there's a business you want to start, do research, look into it, see what you need to do to get started. If you hate your job, find a way out. You'd be amazed how much happier you are not working the job you hate, even making less money. I can honestly attest to this, although I'm not going to talk about my finances, but I'm okay financially right now. I wasn't, not when I first quit my job, but I was so much happier. Um, I honestly don't know how any of us work a nine to five. It's, um, it's draining. It's straining. (laughs) It's, it's just not what we're meant to do. At least that's just my belief. I mean, some people might like doing it and if they do, that's, that's cool. If you actually genuinely enjoy sitting at a desk for eight hours or working whatever it is for eight hours or so then go for it right i'm not i'm not knocking the people that enjoy doing it but i just don't i don't know don't 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 most of you think that there's just more to life than work 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 for what just to hopefully save up enough money so that you can retire and attempt to enjoy your life when you're in your weakest state mentally and physically does that make sense it just doesn't make sense to me i mean like no one no one can ever convince me that this um design that our society has built for us is is what we're meant to do um and I've said this, uh, let's look at it this way. I would say there's like, and I know there's more than two sides to 
um, this, but these are my two theories of why we're here, right? There's the one, which is we just evolved, right? There's God didn't put us here. Aliens didn't put us here. Like, we're going to put all of that in one category. Sorry for the people that are or not religious. We're going to throw you all together. Too bad. And then we have, like, the atheists that just think God doesn't exist, right? We evolved. We live. We die, right? So that if that is the truth of who we are, if we did not come here for any specific purpose other than we just evolved into this, it still means there's a purpose within the earth right because every animal works together with the ecosystem we don't that's why this theory is kind of not the one i adopt but but i think it's the you know it's me playing devil's advocate so let's just say that this is the truth right so in this truth we we have just evolved into where we are right now we have no meaning we have no purpose we just live and we die then why the hell are we not enjoying our lives? If that's all we're here to do, then working the jobs we're working is fucking pointless. There's no meaning to it unless you're doing unless you're contributing to the evolution of us and not just the monotony. Right. Then what's the point? Enjoy your life. Create. I mean, if anything, I think that's what we're here to do is create. But that's like on the other side, I guess. Right. Make music. write, Draw. Sing. Dance. Do something creative. Enjoy life. Whatever. Whatever brings you true happiness and joy. That's what we should be focusing on. But the way this society is set up, it's not built that way. It's built to force us to waste our time. Lots of it to do dumb shit so that we can eat and so that we can have a roof over our heads there's all these bills we have to pay right and then they created this this cool thing called debt right where you can get stuff that you can't afford but then you gotta pay more for it so it's like hey you're broke here's a card with imaginary money on it that you have to pay back but you have to pay back more than you spend. So you can't afford what you're buying. So in turn, you're going to spend more. So we're going to keep you in the hole. And as you're trying to dig yourself out, you're actually digging yourself deeper, faster. Right? Borrow $100, you got to pay back 120 So it's like you couldn't afford the 100 So instead, you have to pay the 120 in payments. So, but anyways... I digress. So that's the one side, right? So then the other side is, is that we were put here for a purpose, whether God put us here for a purpose or we're aliens from another dimension that were put here to discover and learn or whatever. We're still here for a purpose. It's not to work at McDonald's. <laughs> it's not to work for an insurance company it's not to sell houses or cars it's not it just can't be that can't be it cars sell themselves houses sell themselves all they did was create jobs to put you as a middleman so that you can make money when there should just be a car lot that you just walk up and get it 
And it shouldn't be a three-hour process to buy a car. But it is because there's 12 people in the middle. There's not 12, but I'm exaggerating. But I, but you get it. If you've bought a car, you know what I'm saying. Same thing with a house. Find a house. Be like, all right, I like this one. Done. Why does it have to go through all this? Why is it, there's 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 so many people that we put in places to be involved in these things and 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 sure you can explain to me why it makes sense but i can tell you it's just ridiculous and if there weren't all those people involved it wouldn't cost as much either so it would lower the cost but we don't want to do that that would make sense we want to waste time we want to we want to spend as much of our time pretending to to be productive every job i've ever had i've never i mean i've seen people that that work their full eight hours um i don't know why i mean i don't no offense to you if you are that person um it's probably because you're slow or you actually have enough work to do i don't know i've never I've been busy. I've been overwhelmed at work. It's still normally like on a on a day-to-day basis does not take me the full 8 hours. There may be days where I'm busier than others. There may be days where I had to stay a little later. But consistently, no. Part of that is cuz I found ways to make myself more efficient in my job, um which I think is part of it too, right? Learning how to evolve and make yourself more efficient kind of a side tangent but we waste too much time our technology should be so much better than it is so much faster it is faster i mean in my lifetime i mean i was basically born when the internet was born so (laughs) yeah i just dated myself um anyways i'm not old i'm young baby all right so why what the the supercomputers of 20 years ago are slower than our phones so whatever processes those supercomputers were meant to do our phones can do it faster which means that our computers and our laptops can do it even faster and they're just basic computers they're not even the supercomputers anymore that means there are supercomputers out there and if you don't think they're capable of doing things that that they should be doing they are they're just not profitable there's no money in it um but it doesn't make sense to me so many things can be automated our society needs to be better that's all i gotta say it needs to be more efficient we waste way too much time doing monotonous shit that doesn't need to be done um if you're offended good because it means you know it's true. <laughs> if you're not offended, you know I'm not talking about you. It's what we do. Um, so there's that. So one of my episodes that I know I didn't talk about, I'm going to kind of switch gears right now, is inner child work. Um, I have a kind of a different approach on inner child work. With working with people, we hold on to a lot of emotions. Um, We hold on to a lot of traumas in our lives. Now, most of these things happen while we're children, but some don't. Um, If you're in a car accident, that's traumatic. 
Um, you know, women have PTSD after having children. Men have PTSD after going to war. And so do women. Women go to war too. People have PTSD through different tragic situations. Um, and if you, it's not dealt with properly, you hold on to it. And these emotions that we hold on to then manifest into illnesses. They can come as a mental illness. They can come as a physical illness. They can come in all forms. They can come from anything from an itch to cancer, autoimmune disease, anything. That's where I believe that it all comes from. Now, is there a science to back it up? Maybe. I don't care. Um, it's, it's what I've seen. But there's a cure. <laughs> it's not pills. It's not chemo. It's not even therapy, but it is therapy, kind of. Uh, you need to acknowledge that. You need to actually go through it properly. Um, and I guess what I mean is like, so for example, holding in any emotion, whether it's anger, sadness, holding that in so like if like let's use an example if someone's bullying you right and you're so angry but you know you can't defend yourself so you're just not going to fight back at all right so you're just pushing that anger down right you're just you're holding on to it tight you're not expressing it it's in you though and it's enraged and if you don't release it somehow it's going to manifest in other things same thing with sadness. If you're, if you're, and we can use the same example. If you're being bullied, and I'm using it because it's personal, and you want to cry, but the person bullying you, right? You know that if you start crying, they're just gonna make fun of you even more. And not only that, it's embarrassing. Now you're crying in front of people, right? So not everyone's kind of like either laugh. I mean, you think people are laughing at you. Not everyone's laughing at you. A lot of people feel bad, but they're still sitting there watching it happen, right? Thank you, people. I get it though. We're kids. <laughs> it happens. It is nice when those people finally stand up and tell someone to stop, though. I appreciate that. But anyways. So we hold that in. We never process it. We never deal with it. It's just sitting there. It's lingering. And then it manifests, like for me personally, it manifested into behavioral issues. It was me acting out because I had this inner emotion that needed to be expressed, but I wasn't taught how to. None of us were, for the most part. There may be some people out there that actually were taught that. We're not taught how to express our emotions properly. We're taught to suck it up. We're taught to keep it in. We're, we're not allowed to feel the way we feel. Anytime you've been told that you overreacted to something, that's just another way of invalidating your feelings. Five people can go through the same experience, and there can be five different levels of reaction, right? From someone going, eh, whatever, to something like, oh my God, I was going to die, right? And guess what? They're all valid. That's how you felt in your perspective during that. And so when people tell you you overreact, it's just invalidating your feelings. It's saying that you were too emotional for a situation. You shouldn't be that emotional, right? So that's almost another way that we have trained ourselves to, to tell each other 
to push our emotions down, to not react a certain way. No one can tell you how to react to a situation because no one knows exactly what you've been through up until that point. And I mean, that's it. Like, just like um, if like when people pass away, some people are on the floor crying and maybe they're doing it for attention. It doesn't matter. That means they need attention. They're just trying to find a way to get attention. They're trying to find a way for someone to feel sorry for them, to love them because they need to feel loved. And maybe the person that left, they actually felt that love from and now they're gone. So maybe they're not overreacting. Actually, no, they're not overreacting because they're not, period. I've been to funerals. I've seen people and it's like, oh, God, like, really? You're like, it's it's like, where were you? Right. But that's just judgment. That's us judging them as if we've been in their shoes their entire life. And we know exactly how their relationship is with this person. We don't know. We think we know. And we can base it on, you know, the, the little bit of information that we do have. But we don't know. So just think about that when you're invalidating someone else's feelings or saying someone's dramatic. <laughs> They're dramatic for a reason, right? Not everyone's dramatic. The people that are, mostly, it's a cry for attention. Um, I've said this, there, here, there's this saying. Um, actually, I don't even know if it's a saying. It was just something that I heard someone say once. Um, you know, our personalities are built on two things, how we think we can receive love and how we think we can avoid pain. So people that are dramatic are dramatic because that's how they receive love. They they're probably not an only child. I'm just I'm, I'm throwing out scenarios, right, because they need to get attention. And if there's another kid, right, they have to be overly dramatic. Everything has to be a tragedy to make sure that they get the attention and the attention isn't on their sibling or something else. Or, you know, maybe the parents work hard or, you know, work a lot, right? They get, they, they're into that monotony. <laughs> right. A joke from before, if you didn't get that. Um, and so they need to make sure that they get attention and their parents aren't so focused on their busy part of their life, their, their work, right? It's like, yes, I know you work all day, but I need some love. I need some love, right? And attention is love to them, right? Anytime someone is focusing on you, it feels good. feels like love. Same thing with avoiding pain. Sometimes people will be dramatic just for that. If you're overly dramatic, people usually don't want to hurt you. It's like, oh God, like even thinking about me and my brother, like, it got to the point where I knew that if I hit him, even if it didn't hurt, it was going to be like, oh, my God, Jason hit me. Right? So I was like, oh, he's going to be so dramatic. So he found a way to avoid pain by being dramatic. See? So, and the reason to understand this is because when we can start to understand that, we can start to understand that our personality was built on a lie because those two things we should not have to. Well, one, we shouldn't have to find ways to receive love. We should be loved unconditionally. And we should not have to find ways to avoid pain because we should never be inflicted pain. 
But the reason we are inflicted pain is because we're not taught how to love unconditionally. So these things go hand in hand. So the more that we can understand that we deserve love just for being us, we don't have to earn it. And that we don't deserve to ever receive pain. Therefore, when it does come our way, we can stop it and say no or not deal with it, no matter what that is. So that's when changes start to happen. But you also have to realize that the number one person that we don't receive love from is ourselves. We spend so much of our lives seeking others approval acceptance and love and maybe you don't care what most people think right maybe you're one of those people that just like don't let a lot of what people think or say bother you about you but i'm sure there's still some significant people in your life that you enjoy receiving love from and if they weren't there you'd have to find some others so even if you have a small group of friends you're still looking for that love. But no one can love you as much as yourself. And actually, no one can love you as much as you love you. Although, I kind of take that back, though. For the most part, most of the, the, the amount of love that I believe you receive is the amount of love you give yourself. But there are people out there, I like to think like me, that give love to people that don't love themselves. And there's a reason why we're here. We're here to show you that you deserve it. That you're worth it. We're here to show you that you are loved and you deserve it. And that you didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to earn it. Period. And the more, I, I believe, the more that I show love to people that don't love themselves, the more they'll start to love themselves. The more that I can show you how amazing you are, how powerful you are, how beautiful you are, how strong you are, how loved you are, the more I can show you that, the more you'll love yourself. And the more you love yourself, guess what you're going to do? You're going to show that love to others. And so eventually we'll get there. We'll get to the point where everyone's actually loving themselves. Because when you love yourself, you don't do hurtful things to others. When you're happy, how many people when they're happy, think about this. Anytime you're happy, do you ever try to bring someone else down? I highly doubt it. Because when you're in a good space, you want nothing more than to keep that space and keep people around you in it. You're not going to be in a good mood and then want to yell at somebody. No, because you're in a good mood. You're like, nope, I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. We're not yelling at you today, right? So now that you're not yelling at them, that means they're not receiving some negativity. And it's just this beautiful chain reaction. So love yourself. I'm telling you, you got to find ways to love yourself, people. It's, I really feel like, it's like end game. This is this is the move, right? If there's one thing to do to transform your life itself 
love. Forgive yourself for all the mistakes you've made. And no one knows them better than you. No one's kept track of your mistakes better than you have. Because you've been there. You know the mistakes that nobody knows. Because you knew what your intentions were. So if you had a specific intention going into some event or something and you messed up or you, you know, you have this vision of your expectation of what you were supposed to do and maybe you only did 99% of it. You're the only one that knows that you missed that 1%. You're the one that's keeping track of every little mistake you've made because you're the one that put that expectation you put conditional love on yourself. And therefore, when you're not perfect, you don't love yourself. But then you're upset when others don't either. It's like we have this we have this high standard that we put on ourselves, but we don't expect others to do it too. When it should be the complete opposite. I mean, not the complete opposite. I don't think people should put high standards on you either. People should put high standards on their expectations on how they should be treated So start, start finding things you love about yourself. Think about it right now. As I'm talking, what are, what are some things that you do that like you're proud of or that like you're like, yeah, I'm, you're good at or great at or awesome at, right? Think about that. There's something. I guarantee it. Can you make people laugh? I don't know what else. <laughs> That's it, right? That's that's like my go-to, right? Can I make people laugh? I can make you. Can I make you smile? Do I have a good smile? Do I? Right? Am I good at showing compassion to others? Am I a good singer, dancer, whatever? Am I good at just pretending like shit doesn't bother me? You can be proud of that too. Be proud of the things you're good at, because you're good at something. I guarantee it. If anything, you're good at making excuses. A lot of people are good at that. Good at blaming others. But that means you're good at something. It means and, and you can grow from that. All right, how do you how do you how do you take those skills and put them to better use? All right, people. I'm done for the day. I love you guys. It's going to be a great year. You know why it's going to be a great year? Because I said so. Um, if you don't agree, then that's how your year is going to go. But my year is going to be amazing. Um, I hope you enjoy this ride. If you want to come along with me, we're going to we're going to transform the world somehow. It's my goal. It's always been my goal. It's always been my intention. I want to have a huge pack impact, positive impact into the world. Um, part of it by living by example. I enjoy my life. You know what I got to do yesterday? It was Monday. Uh, my nephew's school was canceled. Found out Sunday. I got to hang out with him all day Monday. Which was amazing. That's something that I never got to do with my uncles. Because they worked. Man, because they never really put in the effort. But that's a whole different story. I still love them, though. I love them. But... 
to be in the situation in the position that I am so that on a Monday I can hang out with my nephew and play video games and eat pizza. It's beautiful. But I've put myself in this situation. I've, I've found a way to create this situation. And, and it all came from intention. Setting your intentions. Put, think, of, think about what you intend to do with life. Think about the things you enjoy in life and focus on those. And, and find opportunities for those to manifest. And start there. After that, who knows? Because I don't. Because that's where I'm at right now. I'm at the point where I'm finding ways to um, do the least amount of um, the least amount of things I don't enjoy, and making the best of them, which gives me the the most amount of time to spend time with the people I love, which is what I always want to do, and quality time. So. That's where we're going with this. Uh, what else do I want to say? All right, so I had a couple of books drop right before I was um, recording this, so I kind of want to share them with you. I think it's good to read. Um, I'm picking them up. So The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz? Ruiz? R-U-I-A-Z? R-U-I-Z. Right? The Four Agreements. It's a simple read it's only like 140 pages total so i don't even think it's like it's probably about 120 pages of reading it's a good read i'm gonna actually do a whole podcast just on the four agreements um i'm actually rereading it right now because it's been a while since i've read it but i'm like 20 pages in and i'm like oh man this is forgot how good this is um what's the other one awareness oh my god this book Awareness. So this is the other book I'm going to mention. Awareness by Anthony De Mello. Um, I've read this book four times. Every time I've read it, it's like reading a new book. This guy's point of view on life um, is... I don't even know how to describe it. He has a very unique way of looking at things. It's a very, very um, blunt way of looking at things tells us you know we're selfish um and maybe i'll talk about this book in, in one of my podcasts too that's what maybe we can do some like book review podcasts that actually might be actually motivate me to read more too um but yes these these two books were like there, there's a few books that i would say if you're going to start out with these are two of them um there's a ton of books that i could say to start out with the power of now by eckhart tolle or Tolle or Tolle or however you want to pronounce his name. Um, that's a good one. It's about mindfulness. Um, and the other one is The Secret. I kind of preface that one, though, because it's about the law of attraction. But it, it kind of focuses on the materialism of the law of attraction. Uh, but for people that are just getting into spirituality, I think it is a good start. Because it's kind of a bridge between, you know, your current life, which may be a materialistic one, into a spiritual one. At least that's what got me there. Um, when I first started, when I first read The Law of Attraction, um, the spirit, the, the secret, not the spirit, the secret, um, I was more materialistic. And so I did focus on the materialism of it, but it got me into it. And once I saw that 
with a law of attraction, you can do way more than just get stuff. Um, that's how I grew from it. So, two books I'm recommending though The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz and Awareness by Anthony De Mello. Now, Awareness, I do have to admit, I don't know if it's actually a beginner book, but I started with it. Um, it's pretty complex, it's pretty deep. It took me a while to read it, so take your time, digest, and enjoy. All right, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm back. I'm, I'm glad we made it through this last year. Um, it was easier than 2020, and it's going to get easier. I promise it is. It may not look like it, but it's going to. I know it. I've said it. I said last year was going to be easier, and I think it was. So I hope it was for you as well. I'll see you again soon. Peace.